In an ever-changing world, there is a demand for a voice which echoes the thoughts and yearnings of the common man. That voice comes with truth. It's a voice of justice and ultimately the voice upholds peace. The Voice is Building Bridges, your radio advocacy platform aimed at building trust and fostering peaceful coexistence among communities, ethnicities, and groups. Building Bridges comes up every Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11.45 a.m. on J11.9 FM, an initiative of Take and Peace Desk with support by Bread for the World. listener out there you're welcome to another interesting edition of your favorite radio advocacy program building bridges a program brought to you by taken peace desk with support by bread for the world on this program we actually build bridges of love between communities ethnicities groups and people we actually talk about issues developmental issues that affect the well-being of the common man out there on this program and just like other editions this will not be an exception we'll be talking about a very important issue affecting the well-being of everybody out there we're talking about the demand for basic amenities my name is joseph ojedeji and i have supporting me on the sidelines i have gloria pa supporting me by the sidelines thank you but also with me in the studio i have uh, mr nanmark d bali is the team lead relief and hope foundation you're welcome to the studio thank you thank you so much mr joshua good morning listener all right um as i told you earlier on on this edition of the program we'll be talking about demand for basic amenities and uh, we're taking a short breather and uh, after the breather we'll be delving into the discussion proper please stay tuned Yeah, welcome back from the short break. In the last couple of weeks, we've been discussing broad issues surrounding good governance, especially as it concerns us as a nation. While still focusing on the issues of good governance, today on this edition, we'll be narrowing down on the demand for basic amenities vis-a-vis government's willingness and otherwise in delivering on its own part of 
the social contract for the benefit of the masses. On this edition of Building Bridges, we shall be narrowing our gaze on the provision of water as a form of basic amenities in the process of governance. Now, there is no gain saying that water is life and water is very, very important in every human endeavor. And uh, this is contained in the Sustainable Development Goals, SDG 6, which talks about clean water and sanitation by the year 2030. It talks about provision of uh, clean, uh, sustainable and affordable water for all, and as well as sanitation by the year 2030. And uh, water is an essential commodity in every home and in every human endeavor. And therefore, it is expected that um, uh, clean and affordable water should be a right to be demanded from the government by citizens. That uh, as, as a component of good governance, a demand for water is supposed to be a top priority because water is life and it is part of every human endeavor. An adequate water supply is central. Um, to life and civilization, as the case may be. And of the five basic human amenities, um, talking about food, water, health, education, and peace, you will actually observe that water is a common factor to the fore. And available statistics shows that water scarcity affects more than 40% of the people around the world. And that number is projected to go even higher as a result of climate change and other related factors. However, if we continue on the path we are on now as a people, it is expected that by the year 2050, at least one in four people are likely to be affected by recurring water shortages. And you agree with me out there that this is already happening, you know? You, you look around us and, and, and um, you actually see there's water shortage all around you, you know. People have to queue up to get water. You see uh, the queue at water points very long, especially during this season, you know. That is one of the precursors to this fact. And it is expected that government at all levels should be able to provide citizens with safe and accessible water as part of its deliverables. And that's one of the key components of good governance, you know, the deliverables. However, several communities in Jaws and environs are faced with difficulty in accessing safe and quality water supply, especially as the dry season sets in. And this is a challenge before us as a people. Several communities are presently going through, uh, through, through difficulty in getting water, you know, talking about clean and accessible water, water that is safe, you know, for all. And on this program, actually, um, we'll be discussing these issues. Do you think the government is doing enough in terms of providing safe and accessible water supply here in the state and even at the federal level? Because water actually transcends just the state level, even to the local government level, down even to the federal level. Water cuts across all these tiers of government. Now, is there access to safe and quality water supply in your community? You know, what do you have to go through to get that one jerry can of water? You know, talking about what you have to go through to get that uh, uh, water for, for, for drinking, let me say. You know, what are the prevailing challenges and how can we better press home our demands as citizens? All these and other pressing issues of good governance will form the basis for our discussion today on the program. Mr. Bali. You have it there. <laughs> As a component of uh, good governance, 
What is your assessment of the water supply in just an environs? Um, well, they say thank you once more for having me, and um, it's a big pleasure being mm. on this program. Um, they say water, water for life. Mm. Some other persons will say water is life, mm. and I'm um, looking at it. Good governance, the basics that any governance is supposed to provide for her people are those measures: water, housing. And um, shelter, mm. and you know that just like they say, ninety percent of a human being lives on water, mm. and we need water in everything we do. But um, it's so appalling that, well, maybe because we're in the urban city, I wouldn't even want to say urban city because mm. events that is happening now, probably we're seeing the urban slums, mm. and water is not just enough. For those that can answer the question, the relatively yes, are probably those the bourgeoisies, those that are up there that can drill bowls for themselves. Possibly those can say yes, they have water. But to shock you, go to refill. Mm. You see what's happening down there in Bukuru, down, down there in Angwarukuba, Tina Junction, and all. Mm. So when you talk of, in fact, let me bring you back. Go to places like Tudungwada. Mm, Tudungwada. Last week, somebody was saying something about the network between Tudungwada and Kabo, mm. where there was supposed to be a road network. In fact, I was there like some last week doing some other activity. Guess what? Mm. I was like, do we have government in this place? The presence of government in this, this governance in this place. It was so appalling. Have you gone to a place called Kukumu? Mm. That's another surprising place. Oh. <laughs> you don't see. Go to Kabam. Mm. I grew up in Jos, and um, in the mid eighties. Don't ask me how old I am. No I'm problem. still young. <laughs> 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 but way back then, in the eighties, mid eighties, mm. I can tell you, if you go to places like there were the water system was. The organization was still okay. Mm. The reason was that our population was not as much as what we have now. Mm. But you go to our institutions, you go to our marketplaces, you go to our hospitals. Mm. Just name them. Just name them. Households, you get water. You're sure, at least, that you get water. Mm. So in but your assessment, the water, sup- the water um, supply is actually nothing to write home about. Nothing to Presently write Presently in just an environment. Nothing to write home uh, Now, basically, uh, you talked about several communities. Talk about uh, Kugia, talk about Carbon, talk about uh, Bukuru down there, talk about Angorokuba and the rest. You just know. A few several communities are faced with water scarcity. Exactly. And um, this has been a yearly recurring decimal. Mm. Uh, you know, what are the main issues? Where have you gotten this wrong as a people? And where what is government not doing right? I think, um, first of all, is the issue of planning. Mm. Government have not been able to plan, to project, and to say, in the next five years, mm. what are we expecting? Mm. So that we meet the water demand of our populace. Government don't that do as that. The, as the population grows, Rules. what do we do to expand the water supply? supply to, to. Okay. Good. That's one. Then secondly, the inflow of more of immigration of people coming into town. Mm. I told us, now we're beginning to see what is called urbanization of poverty. Wow. What is urbanization of poverty? Where you see urban places are becoming urban slums. Mm. 
you find out a house that is supposed to take in like just five people, basic family, a husband and a wife, three children, four children. Mm. Today, because of the influx of people coming into the Mm. urban town to get all those basic amenities that they assume that Mm. you have in the cities Mm. and they're not there. So that's just based on assumption. Based on assumption. You don't even find them there anymore. Mm. So you see the influx of people has stretched in all of these facilities that are there. Mm. So if you go to our households where water is supposed to be overstretched mm. then you look at it government on its own have not been able to 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 come up with new ideas as in where roads are being built and others you see all the pipes and all of those things broken mm. and they are not being repaired mm. then i think those are the major things where you have this challenges that are there so the, the the urban slums are beginning to grow nobody's making any planning mm. all those other facilities that are there are being overstretched are, are, being overstretched, mm. are becoming archaic mm. in fact some of them when you see you begin to wonder still so those are the things those are the major problems you, you know earlier on you talked about uh, broken pipes and the likes mm. you know and then uh, talking about overstretching of these uh, basic communities um you know, you look at SDGs Goal 6, which talks about uh, water and uh, sanitation. Uh, basically, talking about wash, actually. Mm. You know, and it's Vision 2030. Yes. You know, we're just uh, barely 10 years away to 2030. Do you think this is achievable in the light of this? Don't forget that earlier on we had what we call the Millennium Goals. MDGs. The MDGs. Mm. And the MDGs was targeted at when? 2015. Where are we today? 2020. Now you are talking. And we're talking of 10 years to come. Mm. And in the next 10 years, imagine if what had happened before the 2015, sooner or later, in our 2030, we'll be shifting goals. Mm-hmm. So, so, so you know, today we're talking about demand for it, mm-hmm. and then there are key indicators, you know, towards the actualization of this SDGs goal six yes. specifically. Mm-hmm. You know, there are key indicators. Do we think? Do you think, as a people and as a government, we're not doing enough to to actually ensure that we have these key indicators in place? Because, okay. because I mean, you've just talked, you've, you've just said, okay, uh, vision t- the year twenty thirty just seems like a mirage, something that might not even happen. So, I mean, well, I don't want to be, I don't want to sound like a pessimist, mm. and um, I'm not, I'm not the kind of person that will say everything. Government, 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 mm. government, are not government. Are not. Mm. Everybody is culpable. Mm. We are all involved. For anybody that drills road. Mm. and breaks the pipe mm. it's called people it's that called is people. not government True. for anybody that breaks pipe <laughs> it's mm. called people that is True. not government True. <laughs> so it's like um, everybody is, is involved is involved everybody is involved but um, to be told looking at the targets we're not just anywhere near reason is this there's a lot of distrust government and the people if you remember some couple of years back, I think about four, five, no, sorry, about three or so, on the plateau particularly, let's bring it back home. Mm. There was one water bill that was brought on board. Okay. I think that was when somebody washed your soul. Mm. I can't really remember the name of the commissioner, mm. commissioner for water resources. Came up with something, I won't forget that, 
where the House of Assembly beautiful bill and so many this is what government will want to do to colorful achieve presentation. this colorful well fine but when we got to the House of Assembly event happened and the event was this because of the distrust the civil society know that bill is the latest cannot pass through mm. no why do you want to tax because more often people came in with the mindset that that bill was more of like taking money out of people trying to monitor mm. that was and um what he wanted i think part of what was in the bill was to do something like a balkanization just to balkanize waterboard have them in the urban sites have them in the rural areas and the rest and how they work but because our system is not just it mm. there's a lot of but that was just government effort okay on their own way mm. but people because of the distrust with government because of the gap between the the people the led and, and the leaders the leaders mm. because of that there was a lot of distrust labor every other person came in and said no we don't like that that will not and that thing was just like dead on arrival so it was the process was bongo it was bongo but in between time i know that before the advent of this present administration. administration way back then i remember because i done some water project with eu mm. done some monitoring and evaluation mm. i done some one or two communities different communities i just re- there was one bridging there was a bridging that was done by um jangs during baba jangs government mm. in between mm. but i don't know it was like that was more of a wasteful effort oh. because never saw the light of the day okay. so because of the disconnect and um government is supposed to be a continuous mm. but you know more often than not in this our client Part once another <laughs> government comes in mm. they don't follow up to what um, um, other people do other governments i mean in other um uh, yeah yeah predecessors have done they just go ahead to do what they also want to do so i think that's been the challenge all right earlier on you talked about the legislation mm-hmm. you know you specifically you made reference to one legislation that was actually bongo because of uh, mm-hmm. the willingness and then the process that was maybe not too clear to people mm-hmm. but then um water supply is supposed to be a fundamental right yes you know according to the national water policy yes. i think yes. of, 20, of 2004 and water is um, very very fundamental and nela will say water is life it is central to every human activities okay. but then how can citizens better press home their demands for safe and affordable water i mean you look at various communities the way people carry jerry cans and buckets all around our communities every early in the morning and then you see the queue even at water points you know very early in the morning how can citizens better press home their demand um we how can citizens press on press on their demands yes we talk about distrust mm. in this part of the world the moment anybody gets into governance he's like a king and the citizens are just followers okay and um, more often than not here we mm. don't have the culture of demanding mm. we don't do that We don't have the culture of let's have a blueprint before you come into government. We like talked about social contract. Social contract exactly. Simple example we talked about um Tudungwada. Okay. We talked about the Kukumu site. Kukumu Kabong. Kabong area. Do you know that in Tudungwada mm. Tudungwada has a councilor. Mm. Do you know 
da axis kukumu tudunwada kabon they have a member representing that constituency okay mm. do we have the youth any other time coming out to say madam this is our challenge this is the issue affecting us what 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 do we do mm. you don't in fact i i the the, the youth leader for to do on that side did something very i think that was that was an exceptional part of it i would want to congratulate him you for should that. be commended there, there was a time that it took like six months and water never came through the taps mm. it's something i knew six in months. between this guy and his group just went to in fact particularly he went to see the water board manager mm. that runs in that side and like mm. oh god we have not seen water here every time you come and say let's pay let's pay let's mm. pay but water not run through our taps that's demanding demanding engaging, engaging advocating exactly but we don't do that mm. so i think it's high time now that um people get to demand engage their leaders mm. i don't want to talk about the nsas thing mm. i don't want to mm. but more often than not in this course now that is one of those examples that the youth have been able to come up and say this is what we want this is the issue affecting is us issue. as a community exactly yes but that is it so i think um if more people especially the women mm. we're talking of water now yes. sorry i'm a little bit digressing no we're talking problem. about the money yes oh, so we're talking about water and if you look at the challenge that affects you look at the woman mm. you look at the girl child then you look at sanitary health mm. you look at a toilet mm. you look at our sanitation and the rest all of it revolves around water, water. True. all of it revolves around water True. funny enough go to the secretariat now as i'm talking to you the only office that will have water to flush the toilet is probably the commissioner or the pump sec the only the only the only challenge the only the only the only place you get is just is just the commissioner's office and um, uh, possibly the pump side little one that go to their walls in the secretariat go mm. to the secretariat now and see the walls you mm. see the places are brown green the grasses i mean the grasses are already brown reason is this people just do what they want to do but why institutions as well nobody is demanding anything mm. So I get from what you said earlier on actually that I mean citizens or residents can actually say okay we are our representatives exactly we want to meet with you exactly this is our challenge especially at this present, present. moment exactly. you know water is our problem you know we don't need big talks we don't need all the big english we just need the borehole very well we just need the channeling of the pipes to our homes oh, yeah. and somebody just witnessed to me and somebody just uh, whispered to me in the studio that you know even here we don't have water here in, this, here in the studio that's funny so i hope you're not doing the brown by the gate <laughs> <laughs> so we should be able to engage properly you know but then um you talk about um engagement engaging our representatives yes. what other channels are there are there what other channels are available okay um one of the approaches that has been used especially for the the wash project we mm. have what we call integrated water resource management mm. bringing every stakeholder on board on board okay starting from the community mm. just like we made that example starting from the community our representatives mm. the government together okay everybody comes in what do we do how do we solve this problem i can tell you that we have on the 
on the plateau, mm. we have ample of opportunities, but we don't even use them. I went to do an EU water monitoring in Riom, Riom local government. Mm. Very, in fact, if you if you go down, you're going towards Riom. Mm. There's this bridge by your right. Mm. Check that place. Go now as I'm talking to you. There's a water fountain there. Yeah. There's a water fountain. If we had this um, water resource management board, especially in Riom, I just expect that Gomson is listening now. Their their chairman is listening now. Mm. Probably you can just get this for free. Mm. If they have this tapping from that water side, side. natural water side, get a bowl, I mean, get it to a reservoir. reservoir. On that reservoir, that I can tell you the community, people that will benefit from that, that, that water, from that axis, mm. people in the hospital, there's a clinic around that axis, go down, I've seen that for very well. Then there's a school down the road, that side. Imagine the population people that come into the hospital, people that go to the schools. So some avoidable deaths that are not supposed to be, especially with children aged zero to five, mm. can be averted. But nobody's seen that. Everybody's saying, what do we get from government? How long am I going to be here? There are some small, small things you will do, even as a leader in your place, that people will celebrate you. Mm. That's one. Go to, to Mango, Panyam to be precise. Mm. They have I mean, fish farm, water. Why can't the chairman, Mango local government, look at what do we do to channel water to some nearby communities? We have Kera. Mm. What can we do? Little, little things with little that can touch the lives, lives of, of people. people. But we're not into it. Then, way back then, you know that if you want to get channels that have clean, good water, places, community, mm. you go to Panshin, mm. go to Shandam. But today is a nice soul. Mm. I don't know if they still have water in Panshin. Oh. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> as well. All right. The discussion is getting um, interesting and then very heated. Yeah, in the studio, I'm trying to open the phone lines um, shortly. Uh, you can call us now. You can call us on this phone number zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine, and uh, the other line is zero nine zero nine eight eight four eight eight four eight. Share your thoughts with us. What is the condition of the water in your community? Do you have access to affordable, clean water supply in your community? And then what are you doing as a community to press home your demand for clean and affordable water supply in your community? We'll be going on a short musical break. Uh, I hope you enjoy the music. We'll continue the discussion after the break. Don't touch the time. Oh, we 
one heart, for one cause, we're determined to rebuild and restore. We're freedom, rise and truth prevails our land where there's hope for. In an ever-changing world, there is a demand for a voice which echoes the thoughts and yearnings of the common man. That voice comes with truth. It's a voice of justice and ultimately the voice upholds peace. The voice is building bridges, your radio advocacy platform aimed at building trust and fostering peaceful coexistence among communities, ethnicities and groups. Building Bridges comes up every Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11.45 a.m. on J11.9 FM, an initiative of Take and Peace Desk with support by Bread for the World. All right, welcome back from that short musical break. Of course, we are One Nigeria and... Um, We'll keep on talking about issues that affect us as a people. And on this edition of the program, we're talking about demand for basic amenities. Basically, we're focusing on water supply. So, um, I just tried to open the phone lines. Listen out there. You can also share your thoughts with us, your comments with us, even on our social media. And I'll pick this call now. I'll pick this call. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. What's your name and where you're from? I'm Madam Queen from Abatua. All right, Madam Queen from Abatua. You're welcome. Please yeah, share your thoughts. Thank you. Uh, thank you. I greet your guest in the studio. Mm. You see, in my area, Abatua, mm. for a couple of months now, mm. we don't have water. Okay. And it's so painful that in this season, we lack everything. Even things that we are not supposed to lack, like water. Mm. It has the, 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 the well that if you see how people took in this morning. Every morning. <laughs> this every morning. So to, to, down to that well. Mm. And that happens to be around with ice. A quick question, Madam because Queen. Yes. A quick question. Do you have youth groups in your community and um, are they interfacing with um, leaders of your communities about this? I mean, what's our, what are the present, what are the issues? Well, that's the only issue that I want to find out later. Okay, go ahead. Now, this thing just came to my mind this morning. When, the way I saw people mm. trooping out for water. And these various houses, they walk up their wells. Mm. They don't allow people to mm. fetch water. It's only that well that people are permitted to, to fetch water from. And you see that it's very painful mm. because in this country, we, we, even though we are not supposed to laugh like that, what is water that tells tell me that the government will say that there is no water? This one is something that has to do with money. All right. And I don't blame the people in power. It's because just like I said, that what have we done? Mm. Let's look at 
because we need to come out and say our mind. We need to have government to respond because this continue like this. Okay, Madam Queen, to my question earlier, yes. have you guys, uh, have yes. you as a community, sit together mm. and then say, okay, who are the, our leaders in this community? What are you guys yes. doing about this water issue? Yes, maybe you didn't hear me. Okay. Say that is what I am going to find out when okay. I get back okay. home. Now okay. I okay. am going to find out on that issue. I am going to to meet the the. I will look for the the the, the, the youth uh, leader. All right. The, All right. All right. Thank you very much, Madam Queen. Thank you. Uh, you do that. Thank you very much. Thank you, ma. I think um, adding enough. I mean, right. adding more to what Madam Queen is just said. Mm. Funny enough, do you know what about is around our axis? True. <laughs> so what fella will say? Please hold your thought. Let me get this call. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Blessed Child. Okay, blessed child, you are blessed to be here. Please share your thoughts. Yeah, thank you very much. All right. Well, uh, I'm calling from Terminus right okay. now, but I, I live at Eco Staff. Okay, from Eco Staff. Okay. Okay. So the issue of the water is not it's just to say that you don't have water there is just an understatement. Mm, in Even me staff. personally, I have to dock a borehole mm. in my own house. Mm. So, but my major challenge I give people free water. Okay. My major challenge is because the light we have there is so low. Okay. So it's also to pump the water alone. Ma, I have to be buying fuel every day to pump the water. Okay. Okay. So I didn't have enough power supply there, like the good electricity. Uh, at least every night I'll pump water in the morning. Everybody come and fetch water. Mm. But every day now I'll be pumping, wasting my money on fuel just to pump the water. It's honestly it's so appalling. It's, it's very appalling. We have, to, we have made so many efforts. So Equa staff, that end of Krota, not the down bay side, Equa staff. Okay, quick question, Mr. Uh, Blessed Child. Qu- quick question. Uh, what are you okay. engaging your community uh, youth groups, your community groups on these issues to say, okay, this community, we don't have water. Where can we take our issues to? Who can we sit down with? Have you, have you people done that in your community, Equa staff? Yes, we have done that. And I think some NGOs have uh, done some of these bobo that they use and, and be pressing it and be using manpower. Okay. Pressing it and pressing it. And uh, sometimes the water will there will the water will refuse to come out again. Okay. So, but in my own personal house, I have to dog bowhole now that uses to pump the water to the tank and people will fetch. Okay. Um, so the water is uh, one of our problems, but the light issue. Mm. How can I be having light? I don't, the light cannot even power my trees. It's, so it, it's a contributory factor. Of, uh, pumping water. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, uh, Blessed Chef, for you made your point. Yeah, we appreciate you. Thank you very much. Uh, listen out there, you can also share your thoughts with us on our social media handles uh, on, on, on Twitter at Taken Peace Desk and on Facebook at Taken Peace Desk. Uh, if you missed our last edition, there is no problem. Um, you can also get that on a podcast on our website slash podcast. You'll find it on our uh, website. Um, Mr. Bali, we've been having a discussion with Mr. Bali. We just have two calls and um, common issues. Water, water, water. Blessed Child talked about, you know, he even went to the point of providing water in his community and another contributory factor, light. Well, just like um, before Mr. Blessed put his call through, mm. I guess uh, for Abatua, mm. we're just saying close to water board, but there's no water. But mm. bet you now, 
I drove past that place before coming to the studio. Mm. You find out that there are tankers waiting to get water. Okay, let me get this call. Hello, good morning. I think we we'll missed that call. Please, if you call, stay away from, move away from your radio set and um, um, just go straight to the point. Okay, Mr. Bali. Yeah, so if you pass by, in fact, as I just said, I passed by that pl- place before coming in here. Mm. Plenty. T- Sorry, let's get this call. Mm-hmm. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. How are you? Fine, thank you. What's your name and where are you calling from? Yeah, this is Jan Dunsen. All right, Mr. Jan. You're welcome to the program. Please share your thoughts. Yeah, uh, this issue of uh, lack of water okay. is not only peculiar to just just mm. like the one of you have said. Mm. It's all over Plateau State, okay. but then like those in the metropolis, okay. the issue I always have with the landlords is that they don't want to dig wells. Okay. Why is it that the landlord will build the house and is not ready to provide the well for the tenant? Mm. That is one issue that government should be, should also enforce laws that if you are building the house, you try to provide a well or a borehole in your uh, compound for your tenants to have available water. Thank you. Have a nice day. Thank you very much, Mr. Dong. All right, Mr. Bali, you have Mr. Dong out there saying, you know, why will you build the house and then not provide water in that house? People taking responsibilities. You know. When you when you build a house, when you want to build, usually they will tell you leave some meters, meter for Nepal pool. Meter. Please hold your thoughts. Let's have this call. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Mr. Presenter. Thank you. Good morning. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Ruben Dan. I'm calling from Kubaro. Uh, okay. Uh, please go ahead. Uh, Share your thoughts. Yeah, the issue of uh, what I, do, I agree with the last caller mm. concerning a landlord, you know, when you are building a house, at least you make uh, available provisions for your tenant. Okay. Uh, and another thing is that, uh, you see, talking about, you spoke something about our representation, maybe Ye- counselors. Yes, and pressing on your demands. Yeah, it's just politicians, whenever they go there, Mm. They're only fighting for their pocket. They don't think about the people that put them into power. Mm. It's even um, it's even something to it's not something to write them about by thinking about people that are representing you in the local what? government. But so, but do you, do you uh, think people are engaging their representatives enough on that? You know, one thing is that we are we are so cowardly, you know, mm. when. When people are there, they feel, ah, well, good. And sometimes, even if you go there, they won't listen. And okay. Sometimes, they, they, they don't even, uh, they, they don't make themselves available for you to talk with. You understand? Mm. So, it's some change, and, uh, uh, you know, you don't need to. All I have to say is that people should make available resources around us in order to make provisions for water, most especially landlords, just as all right thank you very much mr bali you have it there so much so much to be talked about Mm. (laughs) so much just like we're saying okay i think we have another caller on the line hello good morning okay go ahead okay it's just like the point i was trying to make plenty water no water to drink Mm. staying around about two hours 
<laughs> with water board and as you go presently there are a lot of water tankers staying there <laughs> trying to get water but it looks like government is more into trying to make money mm. how much is a tanker gets to get water to supply to a community that shouldn't be it if i'm so appalling and disappointing once upon a time water board was doing table water to sell which is quite wrong um mr blessed talked about him providing water and the issue is a uh, light i want to say mr blessed you're a blessed guy let's get this call hello good morning good morning hello, hello. Uh, there's a project in okay women okay. with public toilets Okay. And that place has been abandoned for years now. Okay. If they want, they, they, we start, immediately they, they finish the project. They started, people started fetching water. Even mm. if they want to sell water, they can make money. Why is it that government will do something and will abandon it? And mm. people are looking for water and there's a lot of people getting water. Mm. Inside that abattoir, you can find out for yourself. Mm. Thank you. Thank you very much, Madam Queen. You know, that's Madam Queen there again, passionately. Mm. Yeah, yeah, abattoir is a... A hot place, <laughs> Kabong and the rest. That's just some small plots, part of Jaws. Um, for Mr. Bless, want to say well done. That's part of your corporate corporate social responsibility, I bet you. For Mr. Bless. And for houses that have been built without water and the rest, I think um, yes, even before you get into the house, your demand too. What do you demand from the landlord? Are you so pressed that you want a house without water? Mm. Because all of this that we're saying, water is you. Don't forget, school-going children. If you wake up in the morning, go to Kabong, you see the number of women and children that go to fetch water. Mm. School hours, School wasted. Hours. Productivity. Productivity, wasted. Mm. Gender issue. Mm. Especially boys don't even go out to get water just for the women. Mm. So imagine for the girl. That goes to fetch water, waste a number of time, the number of hours she's supposed to be in school. What do you expect from her in school? Mm. Nothing. 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 Well, Madam Queen made a point about uh, CSO that actually came to build a water point in the um, abattoir and um, so sustainability. <laughs> sustainability. So, what is the role of CSOs? If you what is the role? What is what, their role? See what EU. HOMM, Bill, Belinda Gates, and the rest, they've been doing. Do you know presently there's a fatigue? Donor fatigue. Mm. The donor cannot do everything for us. They can't. They won't. So, you know, that was the community must own the project. Very well. That's what we're talking about, uh, my water resource management. Mm. In between time, once your donor leaves, what is the sustainability? Mm. What do you do to maintain that? I saw one other hand pumping machine around Holshi, mm. just close to the church. If I close to the commissioner's house, commissioner for information, anytime you see people go there very early in the morning, before you know what, two weeks, one week is broken. Mm. It will take somebody to come and help do that. Mm. So once this kind of projects are being built in your area, how do you sustain that? Mm. Do you have technical people that at the end of it, when it has small issues like this, somebody can come and... That are residing within that the resides, community. Or somebody can just, a distance of call and it comes through. Sometimes some of those problems are just small, small, bow, not missing. Probably the handle removed. 
Who goes to do it? Everybody is still waiting for government to come and do it. And we're not taking any responsibility. All right, thank you, Mr. Bali. Uh, it's been a very, yeah, it's been a, an interesting discussion here on the program today as we talk about talk with Mr. Bali on the demand for basic amenities. We focused on water today. Uh, I mean, that's the size of our package today. But before we leave the studio, what's your final thoughts, Mr. Bali? Final thoughts? Yes. One person cannot do it. Government alone cannot do it. Everybody come together and we'll be able to solve this. We'll be able to do that. Thank you, and thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Mr. Bali made a point that small water reservoir and circulation systems can be done in communities and localities. That's from uh, Mr. Kabiru Sabo. All right. Listen out there. Thank you for staying in today. Thank you for listening to us. Please join us next week for another interesting edition of the program. That's build, This is Building Bridges, a program brought to you by Taken Peace Desk, supported by Bread for the World. See you next week. Thank you and God bless. In an ever-changing world, there is a demand for a voice which echoes the thoughts and yearnings of the common man. That voice comes with truth. It's a voice of justice and ultimately the voice upholds peace. The Voice is Building Bridges, your radio advocacy platform aimed at building trust and fostering peaceful coexistence among communities, ethnicities and groups. Building Bridges comes up every Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11.45 a.m. on J11.9 FM, an initiative of Take and Peace Desk with support by Bread for the World.